All right, all right, all right. Cool it, cool it, cool it. Calm down, slow your roll, hold your horses. This is episode 79 of Artsy Farsi Immigrants. I'm your host today. I'm riding solo. My name is Jordan Prince, and here we go. I am very excited to talk to you today. I'm going to be very earnest. I'm going to be very honest. I'm going to talk from the heart, talking off the cuff, as they might say, as I sip this nice, cool can (laughs) of Paulina Münchner Hell. It's the last beer I have in my fridge, and I've got plenty of news to talk about. I'm going to make another little note here. So, first things first, I have to tell you that Artsy Fartsy Immigrants is going to take a summer break. This does not mean that we are um, going away forever. doesn't mean that we're going to stop making content. It doesn't mean that we will have um, forgotten you. It will probably be the longest break we've taken. I think last year we took... Um, two weeks or three weeks. This is going to be a little longer. This is going to be a little over a month. And I want you guys to know that I could not appreciate you. I couldn't appreciate this listener base more. It's so lovely um, to know that, you know, it's, it's a small audience that, that has like a religious listening to this and, um, to those people that make it part of their regular life, it means so much to me and Mo. You really have to know that. It means so much to us. And it's been really, it's been um, like illuminating and um, it's been so exciting to see it just like slowly, incrementally grow over the last couple of years. Um, just really organically, just purely from putting everything that we have into it. And honestly, just really just caring about it. We love the show. We love making the show. I love making the show. And, um, you know, we've had some pretty cool guests on this year. So I should also mention at the top of the show here, if you haven't taken a little gander at our uh, video episodes on YouTube, now's the chance, you know, we're going to take a little break. So if you haven't spent the time to really get to know the three guests that we did for our video episode, um, particularly the last one, which was our very first in-studio guest, the first two were over Zoom, Um, but we had Morgan Wood was our debut video episode guest. She is a drag queen out of Berlin, and we had, second, we had an Australian musician, uh, Morgan Wood, the drag queen is from the UK. Georgie is also in Berlin, but she's an Australian singer-songwriter. And of course, our most recent guest is a musician and a graphic designer uh, from Brazil who lives right here in Munich. His name is Makul. And you should go check these guys out. Uh, You know, now that you have the chance, now that there's going to be some free time, you know, we have a YouTube channel now. Um, We have a TikTok. We try to post clips and everything on there. So 
definitely go check that out. And you know, what really helps, um, what really helps us a lot, what really helps new listeners find us is when you go to Apple podcast or wherever you listen to the show and you give us uh, a rating or a comment or a review and you just, you know, leave a little note or leave a little star or just a little something because it, it really affects this algorithm. You know, if there's like attention to a podcast, the, the network will push the podcast further up on the list. And, uh, if people are looking for things that are like comedy or art or culture or immigration, then, you know, this show can pop up, uh, earlier and earlier for them and then they can find and, and you guys can be friends, you know, you guys can be friends too and be fans of the same show. Just dropped my phone. Hold on. But yeah, so lots of things to talk about. So the summer break. So we're going to take a break. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be from this week, from this episode through August. And I hate to do it. I really hate to do it. We wanted to have pre-planned shows, but you would not believe how busy Moritz Batshida truly is. It's like it's watching it's like watching a bumblebee buzzing around and you know zooming in and out of different offices and you know when, whenever we sit at M94.5 and we're editing our show it's crazy to see the amount of people that just pop into the studio and they need him for something. So many people ask him for things all the time. And uh, it's really impressive to see like how in control and how needed he is there. It's unbelievable. Um, so he's, that's why he's not here today. That's why he wasn't here last week. It's just, um, he's, he's overloaded and he's overloaded and I'm overloaded. <laughs> I think the last few weeks is like the most I have ever grinded work-wise in my entire life. And even though it's work that I love doing, it's still a lot, you know, it's still a lot. And we just don't have the time. We just couldn't make the time to pre-record shows. So that's why we have to take this break. Um, we're taking the break. Well, I don't know. That's, that, <laughs> that's not true. We are too busy to have pre-recorded shows for the break. We knew we needed to take the break. The reason we're taking the break is because I am going to have a little family soon. Uh, and that's why we're stopping now, because it's going to happen pretty soon. Uh, Jordan Prince is going to be a dad, which is pretty crazy. Never thought I'd say those words. Well, I, I thought I'd say those words eventually, but you know, you always feel like, not ready to say those words, but then kind of feels good to say the words. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have a little family soon. So we got to take a little break. It's going to be, um, you know, kind of a big deal. And, uh, I need to give that the appropriate time, you know, the first month and some change. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be, um, too much to try and balance out this show with it. And that's what I've been working on so much this whole time is trying to prepare my, so I, I, we get paid now. We, we, you know, we make some money with doing artsy fartsy immigrants. Um, but we, it's, I can't make a living from it just yet. So, 
Um, I do have this other great job that I've told you about before. If you've heard the last episode, then you heard like a lost episode from it. But I have this radio show that comes on every Sunday. And that's where I, where I make my living right now is from this radio show. So um, I've been, you know, prepping shows all the way through, like all the way through the beginning of September. And that's really hard to think of, you know, the show is like three hours long. So prepping three hour shows over and over and over, like seven or eight of them and needing to record them in succession. Like, I, I mean, oh my God, man. Like I'm, so I'm pre-recording these shows and I did three of the shows today. <laughs> um, which is like, uh, that's why I sound maybe a little bit fried and a little uh, wonky is because, yeah, I, I just I just did this staring at this bright, bright colored screen um, and having headphones on and hearing my own voice, which has just been delightful for the past um, several, several hours of the day. It's it's about six o'clock right now for me, but I started uh, around like 930 this morning. So my brain's really fried and uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, like prepping all this work recording all these shows, getting everything ready so that, uh, so that I don't have to worry about it. Very privileged in that way. I'm very glad I, I can just, you know, I can get my paychecks, my work can be done and I can be home, um, for the new family, for the new beginning, you know? So I'm very, very grateful for that. It's just a lot of work right now. And then also, you know, um, some cool things are happening this week. Um, and it's, it's like the funniest timing ever because I'm about to take this break from, sorry, I'm about to take this break from the podcast and sort of like essentially a break from the radio show, even though, um, those will have regular episodes. Um, like in, in, in addition to like having a new family soon, um, by the time you hear this, my friend Matt, um, if my mom is listening, not Matt Martinez, but Matt Jackson from New Orleans is going to be here in Munich. If you're listening to this uh, the day that it comes out, then he's already here, which is pretty crazy because uh, it's it's pretty much go time pretty soon <laughs> with this new family. And um, my lady is quite bedridden, swollen, pregnant, so it's kind of a funny time to have a friend over. But um, yeah, you know, you can't really fix that timing. We didn't know you know, it's the first time all this stuff is happening. We really didn't know how uh, intense it might be or how soon it might come. And, you know, tons of different people gave us tons of different advice. And we really just had to go off the doctor and then like, just base everything off of like what um, happens day to day. That's really all you can really do. Um, But yeah, my friend Matt is here. (laughs) And um so I'm doing this a couple of days before and on Wednesday. So I guess if you hear this, yeah, if you hear this on Thursday, it would have been last night. I will have played my second concert since the pandemic. I don't know if I talked too much about my first concert since I came back. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't even say that I really came back. Mm. It was like, um, yeah, I would, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's fully back completely. I would just say that I've had, you know, it's been easing slowly back into a kind of normalcy, like a version of normalcy. And since then I've had one concert and that wasn't the world's best experience. I had a lot of really nice people ask me about it. 
uh, a lot of friends and they, um, you know, I, I wanted to tell them it was great. I wanted to tell them, man, being back on stage, it was just like, you know, the heavens opened up and, uh, it was just, you know, I felt completely like I was back to where I needed to be. There was these moments like that. There was moments where it was great to be back on a stage. So I'll talk about the good things first. It was a show at the very tail end of June. Um, yeah, Mo played it with me. We talked about it on the show. And it was this huge beer garden area uh, in the Theresian Visa here in Munich. So for those who don't know, the Theresian Visa is this humongous open place in Munich where they hold Oktoberfest. But since it's canceled again this year, they've opened up all these new beer gardens and like concert things. And from the very first moment that they opened up this concert series, they've had complaints from neighbors, which is just like, cool, man, super cool. There's nothing to do this year. We're having like a couple of concerts and you're complaining already. Um, but this is the German way, you know, this is too loud. We must keep it nice and quiet. We liked it before when nothing was going on and, you know, we're just like begging to play music and, um, beautiful venue. Like I got to say great stage. Um, a lot of people, I mean, I have to explain it this way. It's one of those concerts where the people are going to be there whether or not they know who's playing. So there were a, a great handful of people there to see me and to see these songs, to hear these songs, but it wasn't the majority, you know, like maybe 85% of the people there in these, I don't know, several hundred people was um, just there to be like at an event. It was like, oh, let's go to that place. They have beer and food and there's going to be some music. So it's like that. And when you get, when you play a concert like that, it's hit or miss because either you can really grab everyone's attention and it ends up being kind of a party or you remain mostly background music. And it was pretty clear from like the first song on that this was going to kind of be background music. And we, which isn't great, you know, so the mood was kind of tough. Um, I will say it was nice to be on stage it was nice to play live. It was nice to have practiced to play a concert and to like look out into the audience and see a bunch of faces that I didn't know and to, um, I don't know, just to feel like I'm performing something again, like I'm, I'm putting myself out there. Uh, the sound was pretty bad. And there was this one rule. I don't know. Uh, you know, in the end, it's very hard to tell sometimes who's responsible for things like this, but they had this limiter. This is what we were told. We were told there was a limiter on the sound system so that when we play with like around nine 30 or something, which they told us this might happen at 10 at nine 30, this limiter comes on the speakers, which means it limits the sound. So it just cut it just like, whoop it just cut our sound like that. It was like, no, 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 like nothing, you know? And no one told us. So we heard ourselves on the stage, you know, we heard our monitors and we heard the guitar and the drums and stuff, but people in the crowd didn't hear us. They didn't hear the vocals at all. They just heard like, they just heard like noise, you know? And, uh, no one told us. So we played like two or three more songs and, 
finally at the end, um, we finished and I was talking to the crowd. I was like, yeah, thank you so much. This is great. And blah, blah, blah. And they can't hear it. They just saw some guy like mimicking. (laughs) They just saw some guy on the stage doing a bunch of hand gestures. And, um, then of course, you know, some friends came up and they were like, Hey man, did you know that we didn't hear your vocals like at all? And I was like, no. And then the sound guy came up and was like, yeah, you know, this limiter came on, it cut off your sound around nine 30. And I was like, nine 30, that was like three songs ago. Why didn't you come tell us? Why didn't you come tell us that the sound was off? And, um, I don't know. I can't be too mad. Maybe it wasn't his fault at all, but still, it was a real mess. And yeah, it was just, you know, one of those things, the crowd wasn't there to see you. So they weren't like excited to see you. It was like a few people were, and then the sound wasn't good. So you didn't feel like you were, even if you played your best, you're like, but no one can hear it. So what's the point? And then the money was all right. You know, it wasn't like the best, you know, it wasn't like this financial experience. You know, it was just kind of like, yeah, it's a job. So, you know, entering back into concerts from post-pandemia wasn't, that that probably, I wouldn't really consider that one. What I would have probably considered, or what I hope to consider, is the one that uh, I'm playing this Wednesday um, on July 14 which is technically my second concert, but uh, I might just consider it my first because it is at a real music venue where if the people show up, they showed up to see you. It's hosted by real promoters. It's hosted by people who work for a radio station who you know invest in artists and artistry. And they're very nice people. Um, so I'll, I'll just talk about them just for a minute. This this concert in Nuremberg is at the Musik Central, no, the uh, Musikspeicher, and it's it's in Nuremberg and it's uh, hosted by so Radio Z Radio Z has um, a show on it called Tommy Tommy like the name Tommy und. Brit. So I think of it as like someone's name is Britain and they're like Tommy and Brit. Tommy und Brit. And uh, they, when I released my second or third single from the new album, they did an interview with me for the radio show. And it was a great interview. Really sweet questions. They obviously liked the music and uh, they spent a lot of time talking and then they played a lot of songs on the show and it was really, really nice. And then they contacted me a few months later and said, hey, we're going to put up a show. You know, we're going to hope it comes through, but we'd love to have you. It's going to be at this nice venue. The radio station is hosting it. The city of Nuremberg is like contributing to it. You get paid for it. Um, there's going to be free food and drinks. You know, we can we can accommodate you. And I was like, oh, payment, free drinks and accommodation. Now that is the concert, the kind of concert lingo that I missed, you know, this previous one you show up, it's a beer garden and they don't even say like, Hey man, just put on this bracelet. You can drink as much as you want. They give you like three drink tickets or something, but you finish playing at nine forty, and then the bars close at 10. So it's like, what, what's, what, what, what is this? What, what is this? You know, if you're playing music, if this is just true, if you're performing, you should always have, uh, either like if it's at a place where they serve food and drinks, you should have a bracelet or something around your neck, like a pass that just tells people like, he's good to go. He can have as much as he wants. Or they should invest in catering for the back room. 
It's just, you know, take care of your artists. It's silly. So these guys are doing that and uh, I'm playing like 20 minutes and then there's a DJ or something and then there's an interview and then I'm playing another 20 minutes. And uh, our lovely Mr. Mobat is going to drive me there and I'm playing a little solo show and my New Orleans friend Matt is going to be there. So I'm very excited to do that and to, you know, really give like playing concerts again a new a new shot a new uh yeah to give it like a proper give it a proper chance um yeah and so there's you know like like I said before there's there's just so much going on there's this um you know this big break we're going to take I'm going to be a dad soon there's this you know concert I had to prepare for there's the radio show I had to prepare for and there is a a new collaboration that I haven't mentioned before. So this collaboration is a song I did a while back with this band from Regensburg and it's going to come out. It's going to come out while we're on break. So unfortunately I can't come on here during the release and talk about that single. It's just going to come out and hopefully there's some promotion for it. I know that the band is really excited about it. And I'm excited about it, but I'm going to be very, very distracted and very tired. Um, but I'm going to talk about that uh, right now, actually. So, okay. So I I know this band, Moonmates, because I had a bassist in my band, good buddy of mine. He introduced, like, so, okay, complicated story. I was a part of this uh, Germany music funding, artist funding program for Bavarian artists, and I I had gotten accepted into it. I was in it for about a year or so, and uh, this bassist friend of mine took me, or he went with me to this uh, like conference we have with with all of the artists who are on this benefit program or whatever, and I met this guy, Ben who at the time was pushing his other project, uh, Strayin' Sparrows, Straying Sparrows, kind of this like psychedelic rock band. And that's how we met, and we got along really well. My bass player already knew him, and so we all just really clicked. And he was a super, super cool guy, very, very nice. And that was, yeah, like 2016 or 17, quite a while back. And then... Uh, I left that program or they, they actually, they booted me without giving me a proper reason why I was never really sure. But anyway, anywho, uh, (laughs) I remained friends with this guy, Ben, and uh, was supporting his band and was staying in touch with him. He would visit Munich and he came to one concert I had in Munich years ago after we met at this conference and he brought this girl from Munich that he was seeing named Gloria. And so I was present at one of their first dates. So that was really cool just to see them and it was clicking really well. And yeah, so they've been together since then. They became a really close couple. Now they're living together in Regensburg and they started um, maybe a year ago, a project together called Moonmates. And it's really cool to see how far their relationship has grown and um, how deep their musical sort of collaboration has grown. And now the band Moonmates is a, it's a four person band and they have a drummer slash producer and they have a bass player. They all sing. And the music is really like catchy sort of indie pop. And Ben uh, is a great, he, he writes great arrangements. He's a great musician. 
And so I found out that they had this band and, you know, I supported them. They released this single called Easy Fix around the time that I released my first single from this new album, The Crooked Rail. And yeah, we just stayed in touch a lot. And at the same time, when I was still working at the school, I think the last year I was still working at the school, I befriended a Canadian teacher there named Kristen and we're still friends, but she now moves, uh, she moved to Berlin and we were talking about, um, this feeling. So there's this feeling that immig- a lot of immigrants can have here in, well, I guess they can have it anywhere, but we had this feeling here in Munich about, yeah, this feeling of kind of like sometimes you feel like stuck in the past and it's hard for you to like cut loose and feel a part of the now. And yeah, it's, you know, it's language barrier, it's cultural differences, it's everything, it's society. It's just hard to always, all the time feel totally at home. And so I wrote this song uh, on my own. It was going to be a Jordan Prince song. I wrote it um, with, with her in mind. She said she would love to hear a song like voicing these feelings. So I wrote a song called Pieces Left Behind. And it's literally about um, sort of these immigration feelings of having part of yourself remain in your home country and how hard it is to, you know, adapt and like let let go and like let yourself be here and how you're kind of almost angry sometimes that the people that you don't have around you anymore, um, you know, sometimes they stop contacting you as much as you were used to and you can't blame them. You can only blame yourself for moving. So, you know, real feelings. And I wrote this song called Pieces Left Behind. And yeah, eventually earlier this year, I think it was earlier this year, uh, I had been speaking to Ben about, yeah, doing a collaboration. So I said, well, I have this new song. We can give it a, give it a whirl, see if it works as a combination and sent him Pieces Left Behind as a little acoustic demo and pretty quickly, I mean, within a couple of weeks, he sent me back this remix he had done with the full band, um, bass and drums, e-guitar, synth, uh, some harmonies, and just remixed the tune. And it sounded so cool. So cool, guys. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I'm so happy with it. He did such a great job. And so in this gap where we're going to be gone in August probably somewhere, let me see exactly. I think the song drops. Oh yeah. August, August 27. I might, I mean, that's the last week of August. So perhaps I would be back, um, we might return that last week, but most likely it's going to be in September. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled. As of right now, it's going to be August 27th, which is also my mom and dad's 39th wedding anniversary. So that's pretty cool. I wish I could do a big special that day and talk about the anniversary and talk to the talk to my parents and do this thing for the song. But I also understand that the uh, reason I'm going to be out is far more important and also kind of beautiful in its own way. And yeah, so... I'm going to be gone then, but the song with Ben and Gloria, 
with Moonmates is going to come out. It's either going to be called Pieces Left Behind or it's going to be called Pieces. So, you know, stay in touch with us. You know, you can always, you know, we love when people go back and check out older episodes and, you know, send a message about, you know, something that they caught that they missed the first time or something that they, you know, a guest that they want to return or a suggestion of a new guest because we're going to need a lot of new guests when, when we come back. And, um, yeah, Nuremberg concert, this new single, this collaboration. Yeah. And my friend, uh, my friend, Matt Jackson is going to be in town for a little while. And that's going to be really cool just to have one more little taste of New Orleans before everything locks down for us. Um, so there might be a chance that next week there would be an opportunity to do one more show before everything goes away. Or <laughs> before there's a break. I mean, what am I doing? I'm just tired. So I'm making it sound so dramatic, like before everything falls apart before me and there is no more but ash and dust. <laughs> it's just like, dude, we're taking a summer break. I just mean, there might be one more episode before we take the summer break, which would be our 80th episode. So I would love to do that. I'm going to try and fight so hard to make that happen, but I just wanted to like give you guys a proper episode here if that can't happen. You know, just if that can't happen, I wanted to be able to, you know, leave you guys on a positive note. What a cliffhanger that would be, right? If it gets to uh, <laughs> like artsy episode 79 and then it's like, then they took a six to seven week break for the summer <laughs> and we're all awaiting for episode 80. So I'm going to try. Next week, it might happen. I just got to be honest. It, it just, it might happen that next week I can give you one. But for now, I just can't promise it. But what I thought I would do, I, I, <laughs> I thought I might, you know, bring some levity to this uh, break episode. And on Reddit, there is a subreddit. There's like a category called uh, jokes. And I thought maybe, you know what? It's a good reason while I, you know, our break is for a good reason. And this concert is a good thing. And this collaboration is a good thing. And having the job possibility where I can record my work beforehand and, and, and focus on this new family, like, it's all good. It's all a good thing. So why don't I just have some jokes on here? Let's have a little fun, huh? Um, yeah, so I, I was looking on Reddit jokes. So here's <laughs> here's kind of a tricky play on words. Let's see if you... If you guys are into this, I recently heard about this young adult novel in which Schrodinger's cat and Pavlov's dog team up for a cross county adventure. So I headed on down to the library to see if they had a copy for my 10 year old daughter. The librarian said that my description rang a bell, but she wasn't sure if it was there or not. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that was a great one. Let me look at, uh, I mean, that's smart. The thing is like some jokes are just smart, but they're not hilarious. Let's see if this was good. <clears throat> Let's see if this joke rocks. Um, a Russian spy under the alias of Joe Smith is arrested by American officials. He is put in an interrogation room and confronted by an official, Agent Perry. Smith says, 
I don't understand. Why am I being interrogated? Perry says, drop the axe, Smith. If that even is your real name, we know you're a foreign spy. What? No, I'm a real American. I can name all 46 presidents of the United States in order with the dates of their inaugurations and their vice presidents. We still know you're a spy. You're all wrong. I can name all 50 states, U.S. territories, and all their capitals. We still know you're a spy. Wait. I know every word of the National Anthem, the Pledge of Allegiance, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. We still know you are a spy. Okay. I, I admit. I'm a Russian spy under a fake name. But how could you tell? Because Americans don't know any of those things. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that one. A guy... Oh, here we go. A guy is lost in the forest when suddenly a vampire jumps from behind a tree. I'm thirsty, says the vampire. I'm going to bite you in the neck and drink your blood. No, cries the man. Please don't. I have a wife and kids. I'm too young to die. I don't care, says the vampire. I still want your blood. Please, I beg you, begs the man. Have mercy. I'll give you anything. Let me live. The vampire stops to think. Hmm, okay. Okay, I'm in a good mood today. <clears throat> so I'm going to let you choose. Either I drink your blood. Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> oh. Let's see where this goes. Uh, either I drink your blood or I um, F you in the A. <laughs> the poor guy cries, but eventually decides that being F'd in the A is better than having all of his blood being drunk. So he takes off his pants and it happens. Uh, by the way, I'm reading this joke brand new as, uh, as you hear it. So I did not pre-plan these. After he's done, the man continues crying. And the vampire says, you can go now. I'm not going to drink your blood. And uh, go back to your wife and kids. And, you know, I'm going to, you know, cheer up. No one needs to know what happened. And the man continues uh, crying. He's like, uh, what if someone saw us? You know, I live in a small town. News is going to spread fast. Everyone's going to think that I'm gay. The vampire stops him. You'll have to deal with it. It's not the end of the world. Everyone thinks I'm a vampire. You don't see me crying. <laughs> That's so stupid. Oh, my God. That's so stupid. That's awful. I'm smiling, but it's awful. That's so stupid. Oh, my God. These are supposed to be jokes, you know? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Mom, I'm going to have to apologize for this one. This one's pretty good, but it's dirty. Um. <laughs> what's the difference between a rooster and my ex-girlfriend a rooster goes cock-a-doodle-doo my ex goes any cock-a-doo <laughs> that's terrible that's terrible oh here's a here's a nice clean one why should you never brush your teeth with your left hand because a toothbrush works better <laughs> someone's commenting that's a good dad joke yeah, well, that's why it's clicking with old J-Man over here. Let's see. Uh, oh, <laughs> here's a good one-liner. My radiator broke. Pfft, not cool. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Okay, here's another long one. A businessman 
is called up for an IRS audit. He's really flustered and goes to his accountant for advice. Make sure you dress up like a guy who's on the edge of losing money. It'll convince the IRS that you're not hiding anything. Not satisfied, he goes to his lawyer. And his lawyer says, dress in your best suit. If you look like a confident businessman, they're not going to give you too much trouble. Unable to make heads or tails of this, he goes to his rabbi. And the rabbi says, you remind me of a young woman who came to me for advice. She was worried about what to wear for her wedding night. Her aunt told her to dress plainly so her husband would think she was pure and innocent. Her mom told her to wear something revealing so he would be excited to be with her. And the businessman says, what does this have to do with me? And the rabbi replies, Moshi, the advice I give you is the same thing I gave her. It doesn't matter what you wear, you're still going to get fucked. <laughs> My God, man. Come on. What is this? What is this? Late night at the Apollo. Come on. Come on. Yesterday, I ate a clock. It was very time consuming. Especially when I went back for seconds. Oh. Oh. That's terrible. That's terrible. There was a policeman driving down the road and he spotted a man standing at the bus stop with a penguin. The police stopped and said, excuse me, sir, is this your penguin? The man says, no, it's not my penguin. So the police says, well, can you take it to the zoo then? The next day, the same policeman's driving down the same road and sees the same man at the same bus stop with the same penguin. He pulls over and he says, Oi, I thought I told you to take this penguin to the zoo. And the man says, Yeah, I did, but today we're going to go to the seaside. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God, man. Uh, well, I searched penguin and penguin bus stop before posting a script bike at least here. Oh, well, that's nice. Okay. Um, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, let's try this. Let's try this. Uh, an Italian man walks into a pub. The clerk, not wanting not wanting a fight between his English customers, and oh, you know, for those who don't follow um, uh, soccer, you should know that um, recently there was the Euro finals, and England played Italy, and uh, Italy won. So I'm going to guess this is a joke about that. An Italian man walks into a pub. The clerk, not wanting a fight between his English customers and the man, takes him aside and tells him not to talk about football. The man agrees and then asks if he can talk about sex, and the clerk agrees. And the man, oh, oh, the man proceeds, well, we really screwed you over, didn't we? Oh, come on, 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 come on. Um, I'm looking for like, where's like some non like super filthy ones so my mom can listen to. I was just diagnosed as colorblind. It seemed obvious to everyone else, but I guess I never connect the dots. It was obvious to everyone else, but I guess I never connect the dots. Oh, man, I'm dumb. I took the colorblind test. I passed with flying grayscales. <laughs> Me too. It was so out of the yellow for me. I never expected. Oh, these are, you know what? These are like almost too smart for me. Um, oh, that's a funny one. What dessert do golfers eat? Parfait. Ah, ah, ah. Parfour, parfait. Ah. 
Okay, let's see if we can find like one good one. I'm not going to torture you anymore. <laughs> okay. What is a reversed exorcism? What is a reversed exorcism? <laughs> when the devil pulls a priest out of a child. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Why were the Soviets always on time? Because they were Russian. Oh, 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 oh. Somewhere in the world, Tim Hecking, his ears are burning because he, he hears these terrible jokes and he loves it. He loves it. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, let's look for just a couple more. Just a couple more. I bought my wife a get better soon card. She's not sick. I just want her to get better. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. My wife was so immature, I'd be home in the bath and she'd come in and sink all my bones. <laughs> That's good. Uh, uh, good. No, that's not good. Uh, uh, no, that's not good. A bear. Okay, let's try this one. A bear walks into a bar and says, give me a whiskey and cola. Why the big paws? Asks the bartender. The bear shrugged. I I'm not sure. I was born with him. Oh, that's terrible too. Um... I wanted to give being a comedian a try, but I fell and couldn't stand up. Oh, ah, oh, ooh, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> but somebody comments, lucky us. <laughs> that's such a terrible joke. It's a terrible joke. It's so, that's awful, man. I mean, I might as well have written it, you know, this is awful. Uh, my wife, no. Oh, okay. That's all right. My wife just completed a 40-week bodybuilding program. It's a girl and weighs six pounds, seven ounces. That joke's hitting a little too hard for me. It's a little too real. Mm. Oh, that one's... Okay, let's try... My FedEx delivery guy is also my drug dealer. He just doesn't know it. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, talk is cheap. Have you ever talked to a lawyer? These are bad. What is this? What is this? I thought these were like popular jokes. <laughs> what is this? What is going on? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to stop torturing you guys with this. Okay. But I did find, <laughs> I did find a great, uh, question just now on ask Reddit. So it's not jokes, but it's just like, so there's like a general forum on Reddit. It's called ask Reddit where they, someone prompts like a random person prompts a random question and random people just answer it. So, uh, the question is people who don't sleep naked. Why? Interesting enough question. Obviously the person who's prompting the question sleeps naked and they can't fathom why anyone would not want to, to sleep naked. So uh, I'm going to look through the comments and find the best answers. Uh, someone says, I can't risk my penis falling out of bed. And someone says, just buy a new one. Um, <clears throat> oh, here's a good one. Liz196 says, the last time I slept naked, a tornado came through our neighborhood in the middle of the night. Waking up very alarmed with your butthole showing makes you realize things. 
<laughs> Someone commented the uh, the television show Naked and Afraid. Um, here we go. Uh, LXIX says, I don't know. Cops busted into our house once due to a false silent alarm from our security system. I woke up to them aggressively banging on my bedroom door inside the house. The wind went out of their sails pretty quickly, and they became much more polite when I answered the door naked and demanded to know what was going on. Guess I was just feeling ballsy. <laughs> Um, here's another one. Acid base 32 says my fiance once told me I talked in my sleep after a heavy night of drinking and I left my ass out of the covers and said, if I can't get the blanket, I'll leave the devil. <laughs> I'll leave the devil a nice snack. <laughs> in my defense, she was probably taking all the covers. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, another, uh, so Gayarnar says, I sweat profusely sometimes, and it's just easier to change than to go back to sleep in a puddle, but often that's not enough. I have talked to my doctors. I can't keep going. What am I, rich? It cost me 300 bucks for most visits, and I have a quote-unquote health insurance. No, I'm not peeing the bed. I have a fan and AC on me all the time. If I sleep on top of the sheets, I still sweat. Whoa. Suppose I should suck it up and spend a couple of grand going to the doctor. Oh my God. AC and a fan on you at all times and you're just sweating in bed. Uh, someone says, I, oh yeah, N-G-A-T-I, I can't pronounce it, Niagataria. I live in a country prone to earthquakes. I don't want to be trying to get clothes on during one of the scary ones. Uh, they have an edit here and says, I'm just going to add this since my phone is blowing up over this. Uh, I live in New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand. We have earthquakes that are sharp and severe as well as long and rolling. I've been waking up in the middle of the night, blah, blah, blah. Grew up on a fault line. Okay, let's see what the next big answer is. Discharge. Oh, discharge. Uh, well, I guess that's a good reason to not sleep naked. Um, let's see. What's, what's another good one here? My shoulders get cold if I don't wear a shirt. And I don't want to Donald duck it, so I wear undies too. <laughs> My fiance and I call this look poo bearing. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, poo bearing. Um, I live in Tornado Alley, not going to be caught running for safety naked. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Someone says, oh, that's interesting. Someone says, I honestly just feel really uncomfortable when naked. And someone says, yeah, absolutely. I feel the same. I really do not enjoy being naked. I live alone, and I have for years, and I'm literally only naked for showers and romance. My friends call me a never-nude, and they're really not wrong. <laughs> Someone says, there are dozens of us after all. I guess that's from uh, Arrested Development. Here we go. Baseball and beer, <laughs> nice title, says, I used to sleep naked in college. Then the house I was renting in had a small fire caused by an exchange student uh, putting tin foil in the microwave, and I ran outside in sheer panic because my room was above the kitchen and flooded with smoke. It was winter. There were fire trucks and my housemates outside. I was in Timberlands and only Timberlands. That's why I no longer sleep naked. Thanks a lot, Chris. Oh my God. <laughs> this is insane. Uh, I cannot believe how far I've had to scroll for this answer. Some of y'all haven't been traumatized to waking up to an emergency and it shows you only stand outside naked and barefoot in the snow once. Yeah, that makes sense. 
someone says, yeah, I don't want to evacuate naked. So it's all, you know, a lot of these are about like, um, about, um, yeah, emergencies. They don't want to be caught outside. So, so mostly like emergencies or it feels weird to do so. Someone's like, I don't like feeling vulnerable. Uh, I don't like the feeling of vulnerability. Someone says, truest answer on here. When I was a teenager, I lived in a rough neighborhood and I hung, I hung around a tough crowd and I slept with my shoes on. You never know when you got to bolt up out of bed and get some shit done. I happily sleep with shoes or socks now. Being an adult and getting out of that neighborhood has done wonders for my sleeping schedule. Whoa. Yeah, I guess you never know. And the last... Oh, well, <laughs> well, someone says, yeah, my period. It's like, yeah, of course that makes sense. Uh, and Micropunk has a very popular answer that says, I don't like the feeling of my skin touching itself. <laughs> Brilliant Pants comments, if my thighs touch for more than 30 seconds, they get sweaty. And then I wish I was dead. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to leave it there. So look, guys, um, we might be back next week. We might. I might have one next week. But just in case, just in case, um, I'm going to be a dad and it's going to be twins, <laughs> which is incredible. Uh, it's a really special thing. And we just need to take the summer break. Mo is crazy busy. And uh, yeah, I need, a, I need a month or so to, uh, you know, focus on the new fam. So thank you so much for being with us so far this year. Um, we really appreciate everything that you guys do. Um, you know, we see the comments, we see the the ratings and stuff that you guys have helped us with on Apple podcasts and any sort of, um, uh, financial help that you've put in through the Patreon link. We really appreciate it. We might have some new updates in September when we come back, you know, if everything goes to plan, hopefully so. Some great news and some new developments. A lot of things are happening. Uh, remember in August, I'm going to have a new song out with Moonmates called Pieces or Pieces Left Behind. We haven't locked it in yet, but uh, it should be really cool. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for being part of the Artsy Fartsy family. And unless I, unless I talk to you next week, uh, I just want to say thank you and I love you all. And be safe, take care of yourselves, have a fantastic summer. And if I don't talk to you next week, then we will be back in September with a lot of stories, a lot to talk about, and I'm really excited about it. So thank you for listening, and goodbye. Artsy Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94.5.